Two trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles involuntarily flex. Two trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles involuntarily flex. Two pickup trucks. Up auto thoughts and Decepticlowns. You listen to Prime Cuts, not only history of them fucking robots on television. I'm Nero. I'm Audrey, and they did not curse. That's true. Well, if they if if this had, if this was not a family show, they would have done it. I don't know. I think they would have gobbled. <laughs> That's true. Today, dear listeners, we are continuing our trip through Transformers animated season two. With uh, episodes, uh, what is this, five and six? Uh, yeah, five and six. Velocity and Rise of the Constructicons. Hey, I'm constructing here. There's a lot that happens in the second episode that we'll get to that makes me genuinely question how it got past, like, censors. <laughs> oh, and yeah. Aired. So, like a lot. So <laughs> like a lot. Much. I don't understand. <laughs> that was was SP asleep that day? Yeah, not. I'm not sure how SP let that one happen. Was, there's just. There's a lot. Were <laughs> <laughs> the fucking. Were the fucking showrunners, like, doing a clown dance to distract them while they made that one? Like, I don't really understand how it happened, <laughs> but I'm happy it did. Yeah, we'll get there, though. First, we have to talk about Velocity um, featuring a character that doesn't speak and will definitely never come back again. Yeah, it's featuring a cool blue car who's real a pl- fast. <laughs> a cool blue car that's definitely just a cool blue just car. Just a regular car. Um, so... You know how it is. We open up. It's it's nighttime, and the Autobots are yet again looking, uh, tracking down another AllSpark fragment. Um, and Bumblebee, he's a little bored by all this at this point. This, you know, all these fucking wild Spark chases, they get a little boring after a while. Thankfully, yeah, uh, he his boredom is relieved by the arrival of. The street, the uh, the street demons. Guess what, folks? It's more <laughs> Bumblebee has once again gotten involved with illegal street racing. That's right. This time it was his decision, though. Really, when you speed metal, it was more like Jack kind of dragged him into it. He's like, "Hey, listen, I gotta RC won't do this anymore, and I gotta impress a girl." But, You're my bro, right? <laughs> come on, bro, help me out. He's like, I, I don't really hang out with you that much, Jack. Is what he he would say under like that's what the beat boops meant. I do like that he like asked Raph for permission. <laughs> he did. I remember that it was cute. So yeah, apparently the street demons are a illegal street racing like group that televise their races on pirate broadcasts it's a lot going on there. there's okay yeah so the moral of this episode is that um there's nothing nothing wrong with pirating it is always morally correct that's right and so you know bumblebee's like you know bulkhead's like oh shit that's the street demons sorry watches that all the time and Bumblebee's like yeah they're fucking shitty at racing check this out and he you know he drives after him um 
and then this weird uh cool epic blue car shows up and just fucking obliterates two of these racers um bumblebee doesn't really care about that no but prowl and ratchet do and i would say they do arguably the worst rescue job i've seen anyone do um yeah, trying to dangerous. get these these drivers out of their car. <laughs> um, so Prowl and and Ratchet, you know, go go up to one of them, and Prowl says, "Think calming thoughts." As he proceeds to give her PTSD, um, well, says, because it is immediately followed by Ratchet saying, "And stay still," as he cuts the car apart. Yeah. So Prowl says, "Think calming thoughts," and then he pulls out one of his fucking shuriken and like slices the car up was it a shuriken it was a very large blade it was, like it was just one of a his very okay yeah he but he... It, it, a, a quite large blade yeah um and apparently you know apparently the uh the cops were a fan zone shows up and apparently bulkhead did not realize that the street demons were an illegal uh racing operation <laughs> He's yeah, like, right. Because he, he watches him. Sorry, he's like these guys are great. There's like uh, I I appreciate the like meta levels of crime that go on in this episode. Yes. Oh, there's so there's, many. There people are operating. It's it's literally like like uh uh Motormaster, right? No, uh, Master disaster. Master of Disaster. I I just want to call him Motormaster because I thought that. That that's what they were going for with the truck, yeah. um, but uh, Master Disaster is like looks at Sorry and goes, "How many lo- levels of crime are you operating on?" And she's like, "I don't know, three or four. And he's like, "You are like little baby. Watch this." Yeah. So Bumblebee has this entire time been trying to to catch this mysterious blue racer, um, but he he this guy is just too fast. He's somehow faster than Bumblebee. He's so fast. Yeah, but Bumblebee does like a dark, like a mirror universe version of imprinting on yeah, this car. Absolutely. He's instantly obsessed in a really bad way. He wants to fucking beat this car in a race more than anything in the whole entire world. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so one of these, so the two racers here got this cool looking lady with like a, like a, like a scarf over her face. Um, and then we have this, like, glam rock dude who has a concussion. Um, yeah, and is voiced by Tom Kenny in one of the weirdest. Yeah. It's like, not... weirdest choices. His 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 uh, design, character design, just does not work with Tom Kenny's voice, like, at all. No, uh, but, fan, yeah, Fanzone comes to arrest these two guys. And, yeah, this, this, he tells Bulkhead, like, no, these are this is an illegal street racing operation. What did you think was going on here? And he's like... Sorry's watching something illegal? Oh no. How could Sorry do this to me? So, uh, back at base, Bumblebee's like, I know what I can do to catch that fucking blue bastard. Uh, and he, he pulls out the rocket boosters from like mid-season one, from the episode with uh, Nanosec. And everyone's like, great googly moogly. <laughs> yeah, what are Pri- you doing? Prime and Ratchet are like, hey! Do you remember what happened last time you put those on? You nearly fucking killed Sorry. And Bumblebee's like, okay, but this time it's different. 
I'm, I've, I've grown as a person and, and everyone, you know, everyone has the fucking doubt icon appear above their heads. Uh, at this point, Bumblebee is convinced, by the way, that the Blue Racer is a Decepticon in disguise. Yes. Well... He has no reason to think this other than he beat him in a race, and surely... Right, which is justification enough that he is both sentient and evil. That's right. It's like... <laughs> um, and Prowl is like, well, he he didn't really seem interested in, like, us, so I don't know why he would be a Decepticon, but Bumblebee is like, nope, he's a, he's a, he's a Decepticon. I can smell it on him. Um, yeah, this is when Bulkhead is like, hey, sorry... You didn't tell me that these street races were illegal. And Sari goes, no, 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 it's fine. I'm pirating the pirate signal. I'm not paying for the pay-per-view. I'm pirating it. So actually, I'm not helping them in any way at all. Yeah, I'm not giving them any money. In fact, I'm kind of like Robin Hooding them. It's actually like community service, if you think about it. That's right. Um... And Bulkhead and Bumblebee, you know, Bulkhead's like, ah, we really have to put on a good example for her. Now that her, now that her dad's out of the picture, we Autobots need to put on a good example. And Bumblebee's like, yeah, you got it, big man. And as soon as Bulkhead exits the room, he's like, hey, show me those fucking races, sorry. I need to see the races. Yeah, man. Where's Dom Toretto when you need him? <laughs> it's about family. So, uh, he's like... Yeah, that's... Listen, she lost her dad. She needs family. This family. is what this sto- this episode's really about. <laughs> um, I so cracked the code. We did it. This is this is a fast... This is kind of like a Fast and Furious, uh, early Fast and Furious movie, before it mostly oh, became yeah. about <laughs> launching cars into space or whatever. Um, <laughs> Slingshotting cars around cliffs. Yeah, shooting them out of fucking skyscrapers into another skyscraper, all, all that sort of thing. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> so... You know, we Bumblebee is like, all right, I gotta, I gotta fucking get in on this race. So Bumblebee decides he is going to uh, to sneak in because uh, he because he has sorry tracked down where the broadcasts are originating from, uh, and so he's like, I'm gonna sneak into this race. I'm gonna I'm gonna figure out this fucking blue bastard. I'm gonna beat him and I'm gonna expose him as a Decepticon. He is so. The person who's running these races, as we've mentioned a little bit, is Master Disaster. A play a stupid on fucking name. Master Blaster from Mad Max Three, I believe. Stupid, fucking stupid. Do you, that's um, why. That's why he's Australian, by the way. Um, oh, and great. Do, do, you, do you know who voices him? No, who voices him? I want you to guess. I want you to guess. It's not a guest voice. It's a. It's a member of of our regular cast. Uh. You'll never guess. He doesn't sound anything like he usually does. Um, who, whoever voices Blitzwing. Wrong. It's Bill Fagerbaki. It's fucking Patrick. Whoa, really? It's, bul- it's Bulkhead, yeah. Alright, well, good on him. Yeah, he, like, mean, he literally does not sound anything like his usual voice. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. yeah, he's he's Master Disaster here. And the, uh, the AllSpark signal that everyone's been looking for, it's pretty clear is in this fucking radio control, like, remote control thing that Master Disaster has. Um, because, you know, he sees Bumblebee sneaking in on this race with his fucking jets, and he's like, well, I can't have this. I can't have unsanctioned illegal street racing. So he sends the blue guy out to, like, fuck him up. Yeah, so he also points out that, like, 
he's like, wow, so many people have signed up with uh, when when after like Bumblebee like engages him. Well, yeah, it's because what happens uh, here is like he sends out the he basically sends out the the mysterious unnamed blue race car um, to just destroy him. But then Bumblebee yeah. turns into robot mode and he's like, oh, hang on. Wait. What if we had an Autobot in the race? Our fucking ratings would quadruple. That'd be amazing. Um, yeah. So he invites Bumblebee um, to so, participate in the next race. Right. And this is somehow still a, um, like, semi-death matches. Somehow still a more sustainable business model than whatever Netflix has going on right now. That's right. Um illegal street racing at night in the middle of detroit seems like it's doing better and and paying people more than netflix can so you know master disaster figured something out so uh you know does it you know master disasters like yeah he invites bumblebee but he's also like man imagine how amazing it would be if one of these autobots died on one of my pay-per-views that'd be so sick yeah he's like i'm gonna make a snuff film it's gonna rock yeah, during this time, you know, Sari's been covering for Bumblebee because he was not supposed to do this. Okay, Bumblebee does some stupid shit. Bumblebee, Bumblebee plays some like really stupid games and wins some really stupid prizes yeah, he here. Calls Sari on the phone and is <laughs> like, like, "Hey, Sari, my man. Hey, Sari, I'm finished participating in that illegal street race. I got invited to the next illegal street race by Master Disaster, the guy running the illegal street race." And Bulkhead is standing in the room, just glowering at it, sorry. <laughs> and then, like, he comes back and he's like, eh, eh, you know, there's stuff, but he's like, okay, well, I'm going to the illegal street race. And sorry's like, and I'm coming too. And he's like, no, you can't. It's too dangerous. And she's like, damn, it'd be wild if Bulkhead found out about you going to the street race. Yeah. He's like, you have to cover for me, though. And she's like, why? What do you think's happening here, exactly? <laughs> yeah, then Bumblebee gets distracted because Blitzwing is flying around, um, tracking down an Allspark fragment. And this You won't f- believe which one! Yeah, bl- he, this further convinces Bumblebee that it's the Blue Racer, he must be tracking the Blue Racer. Um, so, you know, he heads back to the plant to report to Sari, but Bulkhead, like, fucking gives him the business, right? He's like, you... I'd said we were trying to set a good, a, a good fucking example for our surrogate daughter here, and you fuck all that up, and you just go do a bunch of illegal bullshit. And Bumblebee's like, "Yeah, but actually, uh, B- Blitzwing is around, so like, I was right." Um. Meanwhile, there's like a B plot <laughs> for this episode, which is like fan zone. Yes. Has been trying to has been trying to shut down Master Disaster for like I don't know years probably given his track record yeah um and uh, you know manages to get his hands on these two racers that the uh, Autobots took in earlier and he bad cops and bad cops Tom Kenny into uh, telling him where where the goods are. Yeah. By which I mean Master Disaster. So he's on his way to that. Meanwhile, Bulkhead's like, okay. Yeah, I understand. You can o- you, you, you get- Bumblebee's like, I can only get to the truth the the, the truth of the, the bottom of this if I race. And Bulkhead's like, fine. But I have to come with you to make sure you don't get up to any bullshit. Um, so, you know, then of course, sorry, 
begs Bumblebee to take her as well. So you know, it's it's all we're all we're all prepared for a big clusterfuck of a climax for this episode, uh, which happens right now because as the as the race as the racers are getting ready, Sari's key starts glowing and pointing towards Master Disaster's trailer. Um, so she, you know, she sneaks up there, grabs his remote control, uh, and heads back. So, and, and as, as I said before, the remote control is the thing that, uh, has had the all spark fragment in it the whole time. And he's been using it to, uh, remotely drive the weird, the, you know, the, the cool, epic, super fast blue, uh, race car that doesn't, isn't anything more than that. Uh, Yeah. It's she just, does not get very far with it before Master Disaster is like, "Hey, yeah, he comes give back, that back in. He comes back in. And he's like, "All right, time to pull my cool blue car." Huh? Wait a fucking minute. <laughs> so, you know, he's got a Bumblebee's got a got a got a peel out, and as this also causes the rest of the racers to prematurely start the race because they think the race is starting. It's all it's all a big a big mess. Um, and yeah. Bulkhead is about to join them, but Blitzwing shows up and freezes them solid. Now, Blitzwing, who immediately after that, Fanzone also shows up. Is there yes. a reason that Blitzwing goes after him? I can't remember. Uh, I think he just sees him. He's like, oh, hey, there's Yeah, he's there. just like, oh, I know that guy. Fuck that guy. He's like, Fair oh, enough. That- A-cab. Yeah, he's like, oh, wait, no, he- I remember what it is. So he doesn't go after Fanzone yet. Fanzone's running in. So he go, he freezes Bulkhead, he flies after Bumblebee, because, you know, that's where the uh, Allspark fragment is. And if you'll remember, dear listeners, Bumblebee's alternate mode is Fanzone's car. Oh, right, okay, so, so it's the reverse. It's yeah. Blitzwing thinks he's going after Bumblebee. Yeah, so, you know, they, Bumblebee, Fanzone pulls up alongside Bumblebee as he's being, like, strafed by Blitzwing. And Blitzwing is like, uh fuck which one is it and then he's like eh who gives a shit and he just starts shooting both of them yeah now this leads to um <laughs> i like when uh when fanza jumps into bumblebee's inter- yeah uh, front seat he goes why is your interior better than mine well i wanted to yeah so i had a i had a joke about that which is uh that you know uh you know bumblebee's on those probiotics because his guts are clean that's right there aren't there aren't any there isn't a literal person sized pile of burger bot wrappers in the passenger seat that's so high it triggers the like seat belt alert. I assume that's what the inside of Fanzone's car looks like. Yeah, there's a, ra- there's uh. a raccoon living in the trunk. <laughs> At some point, the blue sports car um does some Fast and Furious later films shit by uh. By ramming Blitzwing in midair from, like, jumping, like, running through the barrier on the highway and just slamming into him in midair. Yeah. I, so, I have, I have a a question here. He also, like, at some point, Sari drops the, yeah, the remote, right? She, they're, like, speeding away and she drops the remote because they get hit or something. I don't remember. And then she doesn't say anything. Yeah, she doesn't immediately say anything. She goes back to get it later. Oh, by the way, so the remote can control Cybertronians as well, because she points the remote at Blitzwing and makes him, like, spin around a bunch and change form and 
slam into Master Disasters trailer. Yes, and it also it also works on both Bumblebee and Bulkhead, who are oh yeah up in it. yes there yeah that is pretty good where they both get slammed against a fucking bridge support. Um, um, my favorite part of this whole thing is at the end after so basically after a bunch of this she like makes Blitzwing blast off again. Yep. Um, like Team Rocket, and that's all fine and good. Um. And then Fanzone makes his arrest. And what makes me insane about this is that he, <laughs> he says, well, Master Disaster, I'm cancel. I consider yourself canceled. And I was like, damn, Fanzone's the woke mob. <laughs> <laughs> like that one, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Um, so after this misadventure... Um, Bumblebee decides he's going to set a better example by cutting Sari's pirate ant- antenna. <laughs> Narks the whole lot of them. I That's will say, right. though, like, the very end of this episode with all of them being, like, pirating bad was like, I was like, you wouldn't download a car! You wouldn't download a car. Um, <laughs> Which it was exactly what happened in this episode! <laughs> yeah. And, the, you know, and by the way, so the, the blue car, you know, after he fucking <laughs> rammed Blitzwing... In midair, um, he peeled away, and Bumblebee never got to like close that loop. So he's he sees the car driving by when he's up on the roof. Um, anyway, he yells out, "Thank you!" But he's like, "Gosh, who is who is that mysterious racer?" I guess we'll never know. We'll never know because it wasn't anybody. Yeah, it's just a car. <laughs> Don't worry; it's definitely not one half of po- probably the most popular ship in this particular <laughs> particular yeah. series uh, fandom. Yeah, it's it's just never a uh, you know it's just it's just, it's just nothing. It's just a blue car. If you know, you know. <laughs> anyway, it's time for hey, it's time for the fucking Constructicons to rise. It's time for an episode of this series that never should have seen the light of day. So, if I'm being completely honest, yeah. it's one I enjoy very much, and it never should have aired. <laughs> it's crazy. So. Autobots are still rebuilding Detroit. Turns out, it takes a long time to rebuild the city um after megatron happens to it and you know it's like uh everyone's kind of complaining and you know often's like hey look we're kind of responsible for blowing this shit up and also we're like a we're like a space bridge repair crew we're, we're maintenance bots now i have a question yeah about uh blitzwing and Lugnut. yeah they are, are they are they okay? This is some uh, true Team Rocket activity they are engaging in at the beginning of this episode. Uh, <laughs> they, uh what, what were they doing at the beginning they, of the episode? So Bumblebee looks down from like the highway bridge. They're oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he sees them scurrying like crabs, laden down with like you know raw construction materials, and just running. <laughs> and he's like, "Wait so, a like, fucking minute." Here's here's the thing with like in very different ways we know that neither of them are, are okay. That's like true. we're aware of that. We know Blitzwing is not okay. Yeah, we've seen him. Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> they're stealing a bunch of fucking like construction equipment and materials, but there's they took so much that they can't fly. I really like 
So Bumblebee, he jumps down. All he's like, "All right, time to take out these Decepticons." And he, we get like this fucking sweet stock footage transformation of him bringing out his stingers and unloading into Lugnut, who literally doesn't react at all and just almost steamrolls him <laughs> because Bumblebee's little things fucking suck. Yeah, his stingers aren't like great. <laughs> they aren't meant to be weapons. <laughs> They're right. Like. Like, that's the sort of thing to keep in mind in general watching this series. And, like, as as with every other Transformer series and, like, every other children's cartoon in general, the villains are exactly... Is <coughs> Excuse me. Um, exactly as strong and competent as they need to be in every moment. But, yeah. It is... In, in, in animated, it is particularly notable that... Yeah. You know, frequently the Autobots suck shit because they do just genuinely suck shit. Yeah, they are not. They're civilians. They're not built for war. The war has been over for a while now. Um, You know, generally animated Decepticons, higher rate of competency than most other uh, Decepticons generally. Right? Certainly more than like G1. They aren't the villains of every episode. And sometimes, like, you know, this time they get out. They basically get out on top. Um, so, yeah, they, Ratchet tri- ends up tripping them with a fucking power pole. Uh, so they lose some of their, their stuff, but they fly away with the rest. Uh, and everyone is, is left wondering, like, why do they need to steal all of this, like, construction material? You know, all bulkheads... It's almost as though they're constructing something. Shit. constructing some kind of bridge to space. Um, Bulkhead is having a really hard time mixing some concrete. Yeah, he, um, he makes himself a nice little pair of concrete shoes, which has never been, I think, as literal as this. Yeah, I love that, you know, it's, it's nighttime now, and all uh, all the other Autobots are heading off, and Optimus is like, hey, Bulkhead, you coming? And Bulkhead glances down at his feet, which have been, uh, yeah, concreted to the floor, and he's like, I'll catch up. Don't worry about so me. I'm just so dedicated. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I just gotta finish mixing this the cement. Um, oh, now don't say it like that. <laughs> cement. Meanwhile, across town, two beautiful boys are born. Um, <laughs> a fucking cement mixer and a front. I uh, I forget what those the you know the the, the Scoopy Mawatsits. They are granted life by an, the Allspark. An excavator? An excavator. They are granted life by the Allspark. Um, and this is this is what happens in order. Number one, they immediately start arguing. Number two, they name they, they figure out each other's names. Uh, number three, they uh, transform and learn that they can transform. Number four, they sexually harass a, a sports car. This is not the last time they will sp- sexually harass a sports car in this episode. It happens a lot. This is a... Uh, like, so much, folks. I cannot these, express to you enough these, how much catcalling it is, is in this episode. These two fucking doofuses are horny as hell for sports cars. Um... 
So yeah, this is Mixmaster, or Mix, as he's known to his friends. That's so annoying to me. It's the, the, like, he calls himself Mixmaster, and then he's like, no, that's too long, just call yourself Mix. I'm like, his name is Mixmaster! And then they do the inverse <laughs> of that joke, where... Uh, With Scrapper. Because he sees a sign that says Scrap's like, my name's Scrap! And Mixmaster goes, eh! Too short, make it longer, I'm gonna call you Scrapper. And he's like, okay. I do want to talk about um, Scrapper's really cute... Um, excavator mouth yeah these des- well, these designs are great um so while before they transform before they figure out their <laughs> they can transform um they're having this conversation in their um alt modes and um scrapper's excavator like the actual scoop is moving like a mouth <laughs> um like a like a little muppet it's really cute really well done so, they also like get through an existential crisis very quickly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They uh, they not get... gonna ruin their day. <laughs> Absolutely, they're they're just chugging. They see that they see that fucking little sports car. They're they forget everything. Um, so Scrapper is voiced by Tom Kenny, and uh, Mixmaster is is Jeff Glenn Bennett. And mix it, Jeff Glenn Bennett also voices Fanzone, and he is specifically doing a Joe Pesci impression um, for for Mixmaster here. A pretty good one. Also, Mixmaster has a has an ass crack. Did you notice this? I did not notice that. No. <laughs> um, he has a he has a built in like plumber's crack. Cool. So yeah, they they go off chasing this fucking sports car, which by the way is also a running gag from Rid two thousand one. Uh, Sideburn in that series has a crush on one of like the human side characters, like cars. Or just they need are... to get freakier. Yeah. So, uh, Bulkhead causes a, an explosion somehow. His it's expired fixative. He's he's bad. He. He's like one part dried concrete, one part water. Well, gee, I don't. What's a part? And he like tries to figure out what a part is, and he just he just fucks it up and explodes the cement, which is generally that's supposed to happen. Yeah, well, um, he, <laughs> he is not he is not the best at this for sure. Also, can you imagine? By the way, we cut back to the, the constructor cons chasing this car. Can you imagine being the driver of this fucking car? Oh my like god, a, no. A a gigant two gigantic pieces of industrial machinery speeding down the highway after you. You don't know they're fucking robots. You don't trying know why to, this is happening. Trying to fuck your car like it's fucking <laughs> robot chicken. <laughs> um, also, yeah, uh, like, and again, back to like the bulkhead thing. Uh, even not getting the parts right, it is impressive that he accidentally made napalm. Yeah, he did, which will come in handy later. Um, yeah, a secret. This is a et cetera, et cetera. So he he is about to get fucking destroyed by some falling girders, but luckily the Constructicons say what you will about them. They cannot abide unsafe work practices. They are unbelievably OSHA compliant. That's right. They fucking safe his ass. Are you okay there, buddy? Um, he's like, ah, you're fine. And, and Bulkhead is like, what is happening? Who, what is going on here? Who are you? Are you Autobots or Decepticons? And Scrapper and Mixmaster just kind of shrug. We're guys being dudes. Yeah, we're just, they're just guys being dudes. They're like, hey, you want to go out for some oil? <laughs> so they do. They go out for brewskis after the shift. 
again, how how SMP didn't stop like half the things in this show. They're, they steal the oil. For, so first of all, they're clearly drinking. They clearly get belligerently drunk. Yes. And they steal it. <laughs> How did this pass muster? I don't get it. So, yeah, they're drinking oil out of these big barrels that sure do look a lot like beer steins. Um, and later, you know, we have we have Megatron mentioning that that's from his private reserve and all of this stuff. Um, so yeah, they're, 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 you know, this was from the era of cartoons where you just, as long as it wasn't actually alcohol, you just have dudes get drunk. It's fine. Fucking whatever, man. Um, literally. So yeah, they, they're drinking it with Bulkhead and Bulkhead's like, are you sure we should be stealing this? And they're like, Hey, forget about it. They're not going to miss some dead dinosaurs. You don't happen to know any of those guys, by the way, by right? <laughs> Fucking Grimlock lifts his head up on Dinobot Island. Me, me feel, me feel disturbance. Me going to kick Bulkhead's ass tomorrow. Um, but yeah, they, they, <laughs> there's, I like this moment where, uh, the, the, the constructor cons make fun of Bulkhead being reticent to like steal stuff or whatever by saying, Oh, are you, you ain't some little yellow compact, are you? And, you know, make like chicken noises and Bulkhead goes like, oh, I'm friends with a, with a shitty yellow compact. You want to meet him? You yeah. Go meet In fact, friends? you should meet everyone. Fuck it. No one. Yeah. So we cut to the Autobot base where everybody is just standing there looking at these guys like what the fuck is happening bulkhead where did you find these dudes now remember at this point they are already belligerently drunk oh yeah they are fucking smashed um Um, and they're still drinking so you know what this no now that i think about it actually what it kind of reminds me of what it kind of reminds me of all the evil gremlins from gremlins yeah they got fed after midnight yeah yeah, so like all the other Autobots here, they're they're going around. They're like, "Geez, these guys are real loud and belligerent and crude." And Bulkhead's like, "Yeah, not so bad when you get to know them." And Optimus kind of takes him inside. Is like, Bulkhead, how long have you known them? Bulkhead's like, "An hour and a half." Why? And as they as as they're talking, they like throw um <laughs> like razor blades that take off both of Sari's pigtails. Because yeah, Sari shorn. Sorry walks out and her PJ's like, what is happening? <laughs> Why is it so loud out here? I'm trying to sleep. Oh uh, yeah, they nearly fucking take her head off. Because um, they're playing Frisbee like a flattened oil drum. Because they're like, hey, Bulkhead, you gotta smash it flat after you drain it. Oh, right. Yeah, they're pl- right. It's, uh, it's a, a razor sharp, like, can open can edge frisbee that they're using that just take both of her pigtails right off yeah at that point optimus says that's it <laughs> you're out get out of my house um so you know they they kick the constructor good they could the well at this point they're just the constructor bots out and you know they want bulkhead to come but optimus isn't letting him hang out with his cool new drunk friends he gets very classist here. He should, the, that that old elite guard training starts coming out. He gets. He's like, I don't think you or sorry should be hanging out with people, like with uncultured that. people like that. He's, he's like, damn. 
It's like, he's like, yeah, okay, they're a little rough around the edges. Like, they're not gentlemen, but, like, they're not bad people. Damn, Optimus. <laughs> Damn, Optimus. Still got, that, still got that blue blood in you, huh? Still coming out there. Um, I do like that they're so crass. Even Ratchet is like, these guys are just real fucking assholes. Ratchet says that. Um, so, yeah, next day, it's the next morning. and Well, I mean, to be fair, like... Ratchet's not unclassy. He's just a jerk. That's true. But these guys, these guys are unclassy. Salt <laughs> these of guys the are earth. definitively unclassy. Salt of the earth, blue collar types. The working Joes of Cybertron. Um, yeah. Speaking of which, Blitzwing and Lugnut are engaging in a Sisyphean task of pushing a bunch of bullshit uphill. Um, which Blitzwing nearly dies from, but luckily the Constructabots have, uh, you know, once again, they're they're not here for unsafe workplace practices. I will say I did appreciate seeing um, how quickly Blitzwing falls into the role of um, dissenting Decepticon without Starscream around. Oh yeah, he's, he's over like, it. Yeah, he's like, he's like, man, you ever notice how whenever any real work has to get done, suddenly Megatron isn't around, and Lugnut's like, shut your fucking mouth, I'll yeah. kill you. First of all, how dare you? Uh, but so they encounter these two fucking Yahoos, and uh, they're of course their first question is, who are you? Are you Autobots? Um, and the construction bots go. Yeah, yeah, sure. And upon seeing Blissing and Lugnut arming their weaponry, they go, Eh, not really. We're, uh, the other guys. We're the De- uh, Decepticons. Um, and, you know, they're like, oh, great. Can you help us push this stuff up this hill? Um, and they're like, great. And, you know, Lugnut's a, Lugnut's a little cautious about letting these two guys and, you know, bringing them to their secret mine base. But Blitzwing's like, it's fine, we'll just have them do our manual labor for us and we'll fucking kill them. Like, don't worry about it. <laughs> and Lugnut's like, oh, so true, Bestie. And Blitzwing's like, I'm gonna kill you myself. He's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, your days are numbered. Um, so yeah, they, 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 they do all the work. And, you know, Lugnut gets ready to fucking hit him with the punch of kill everything. Yeah. I have to, like, over and over again, we, we keep seeing... I think Blitzwing, interestingly, is one of the most consistently competent Decepticons we see yeah. in any of the franchise. He's, he's uh, he really he's, doesn't he's get out, his like ass handed to him, but he he's also like smart, right? Yeah. And it helps that it, it helps that there's three of him. Um, yeah, I mean, well, that's also his biggest weakness, though, because if you look, yeah, he is he if without that, he would be the most competent guy. Because if you'll remember in the uh, in the fir- in the first season finale. The way that they take Blitzman as that they make him so mad while he's flying around that he is forced to turn into his hothead personality, which only uses the tank alternate mode and he drops into the fucking lake. Right. But, so uh, you, you know. Can, you, can, uh, you can sort of twist that to your advantage. But yeah, he is quite, uh, he's pretty competent. Yeah. It's interesting. Unfortunately for Lugnut, this is uh, one for uh, t- one for three on Punch of Kill Everything backfires um, because Megatron interrupts him as he's about to murder these two guys, and <laughs> Lugnut falls off balance into the mine shaft. You just see a gigantic explosion, and distantly you just hear him go, "I'm okay." 
Um, so that's, yeah, one, one, one for three of, like, did the poke work or did it backfire? Not a good ratio to be at, frankly. No, isn't it like two for four? Has he has he successfully used it twice? I think so. I think it's two for four. Okay, two for two for four. That's still not that good. No, it's a 50-50 is not the odds you want on that. Um, but you know, Megatron's like, hey, look, these guys are clearly hard workers. They know a lot about engineering. Maybe they can help us out with this project. Um, I mean, he's like, he's, <laughs> I love how like blunt and like mask off he is yes. this entire time where he's just like, no, I can still use them. Like, don't, yeah, don't kill them. We can still use these guys. <laughs> don't kill like guys that you can use like nut. So yeah, they, uh, they go in there and, you know, earlier they remarked that uh, sorry was the Autobots pet. And so when they go down into the mine, they go, oh, hey, you guys have a pet, too. And Megatron's like, yes, he's a very useful pet. Of course, referring to Isaac. That's right, in his little fucking tank. Um, and they show the constructor bots, like, hey, we have this space bridge project, but we really need to figure out whether we can't quite, like, get it together. And immediately, immediately, they are like, oh, no, no, you, you can't, uh, you, you need uh, better materials than what you got access to here, but we can do it. Yeah, we can, well, we you can need do, more materials, at least. You need to make more things. We, 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 yeah, we could do this. It'll take a couple of weeks. We could probably do this thing. And so Megatron's, and Megatron's like, like, I'm so glad to hear that. That's right. Um, so they uh, they tell him where they, what they need to do. Next morning, Bulkhead's out looking for his buddies, because, you know, they they vanished, um, and they he finds them running from the cops because they stole a fuck ton of construction supplies, which they are carrying. They're carrying. They're bo- they both have like eye full uh, arms full. Yeah, they're of just eye beams. <laughs> they're just running. Um, and immediately Bulkhead jumps in and and smashes all these police bots because uh, you know he's helping his friends. But then he's like, "Wait, you're working for the Decepticons, bro? <laughs> they're bad." Um, and they're like, no, they're funny, especially that Megatron guy. He's like, bro, he's the worst of them. He's he's war criminal number one. Look, they're, he, he, Bulk is like, listen, guys, they're just using you for your great construction skills. You need to go back there and give them a piece of your mind. Uh, so they go, and they're trying. You know, they're gonna break. To, they're gonna bust down that door, and uh, unfortunately. They, uh, I don't know, Bulkin does not tell them to go. They go themselves, and they accidentally bury him in construction girders, which is why he can't go after them and tell them not to do it. So yeah, they, you know, they're trying to bust down into the Decepticon uh, base when Megatron grabs both of them by the throat. And is like, what the fuck are you doing here? Well, they're like, <laughs> well, they're like, you lied to us. <laughs> Yeah, we, we we heard you guys fucking suck. You're the worst. And, and Megatron literally goes, what? My goodness. It's so bad. My goodness, wherever did you hear such a terrible rumor? And they're like, from our Autobot friend. He's like, ah, my, my friends, you cannot trust those treacherous Autobots. Come in, and I will treat you to my to some some fine motor oil from my private reserve. And they're like, "Damn, this motor oil fucks." <laughs> yeah. Um. The look. Here's the thing. Mixmaster Scrapper ain't bad guys at all. 
They they're they 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 ain't scumbags. The problem is that they they just they just want to they just they just go wherever the oil is. And Megatron's got the good shit. It's his special blend. This is special. Does he blend. does he does he recreationally drink that stuff? Like he must. He had it lying around. Maybe it's just like a status thing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, uh, yeah, it's like, and, and, and basically Megatron gives them the cell, like, listen, you can be Constructabots, and you can, like, spend your days building fucking highway bridges, and, and, like, repaving city blocks or whatever, but if you become Constructacons, you can build fucking space bridges and lead to the, con- the reconquest of Cybertron. You'll be heroes on Cybertron. That sounds appealing to them. Yeah, they're like, yeah, that sounds pretty good. Uh, heroes get oil, right? And Megatron's like, yeah. <laughs> they are <laughs> simple brains, Optimus. <laughs> simple brains. Uh, so Bulk has, you know, he, he reports back to his latest interaction with the construction. He's like, hey, it's okay. You know, they, you know, they got wrapped up in some Decepticon business, but it's okay. They went over to, to give him a piece of their mind and everyone's like, bulkhead they know where we live you just let them go over there he's like what they they wouldn't sell us out they would never join the decepticons and become some kind of constructicons and then the the constructicons uh (laughs) show up and say hey we're constructicons now what's up um so they're you know they're like hey look I don't, we don't want to rough anybody up. We don't want to hurt you guys. Well, no, they don't say that. They say, Bulkhead, we do not want to rough you up. Yeah, yeah. Your friends, whatever. That, that fucking guy with the with the pretty lips over there fucking called us bad names. We don't like him very much. But you, you're cool. All we need is all of the fragments of the Allspark you've collected. And Optimus is like, hey, no, you don't want to do that. So they just punch him. <laughs> Listen, they get the job done. <laughs> and I mean, these guys are fucking tough, as we'll see later. They are uh, they are quite durable, even by Dece- like uh, Decepticon-ish standards. Um, and yeah, Bulkhead just seems to go get it. He grabs the AllSpark chamber and, and hands it to him. Um, have you? Did you ever watch Star Trek? I have never seen any Star Trek snow other than the first two J.J. Abrams movies, which are not, as as I understand, are not really much star trek they don't oh, the first one trek. is i would say it's yeah. not great but the first one the first one is is good enough but the second yeah. one's terrible um so they're one of the most well-known um star trek episodes has them going back in time to 1942 i believe um and it is um Spock and Bones and obviously Kirk. Um and uh it's no sorry it's 1930 and it's it's a episode called The City on the Edge of Forever and basically like Bones and Kirk both fall in love with this woman Edith Keeler who's like a missionary I think she's like working on the Salvation Army or whatever. Um and they have to like let her die basically because she was a huge pacifist um and if she had survived um uh the US would have 
not gotten involved in World War II and the Nazis right. would have won. Um, and so, like, you know, it's a, it's an episode about, like, the butterfly effect and, like, having to, like, betray the one you love and, like, let them die. And that's sort of what Bulkhead goes through here. Yeah, he's he's way less, tor- he's a little torn up about it. I, should, I was about to say he's not too torn up about it, but he is kind of, like, bummed. He's, no, like, you can see, like, the look on his face, like, he's really sad that he has to do this. That, yeah. like, he feels like these guys need to die. So he he gives them this he gives them the allspark fragments and he goes hey boys one more for the road and he gives them some oil um, yeah before before I old yeller you <laughs> yeah so they walk out and you know immediately obviously immediately all of the other Autobots are like bulkhead what the fuck is wrong with you this um, is also like, no, 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 another thing me. by the way that's crazy got like, through S and P oh yeah uh, and they're like but no he's like no 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 guys trust me they're like no not after all this so they run after them um but yeah as, as Scrib- scrapper and mixmaster walking you know they're getting some uh some tummy problems they're getting a little bit of uh the old the old rumblies and as it turns out bulkhead put a little bit of that expired like uh chemical into the oil and they explode yeah well the good news is not enough to keep them down. That's right. They, like, everyone is like, you know, it's a gigantic explosion. And, um, all the, all the other Autobots are looking on. They're like, oh my god, Bulkhead, you, I can't, I'm sorry you had to do that. And then the smoke clears and they just stagger to their feet. And they're like, oh god, <laughs> why are they still alive? Um, but as it turns out, an explosion rattled their memory circuits. So they have, uh, forgotten all about their uh, their interactions with both the Autobots and the Decepticons. They don't know shit. And now brand new again and ready to be taught the right ways of the world, uh, Bulkhead responds to this by immediately trying to kill them. Yeah, he's just so, he's like, hey, this, this, then you shouldn't have fucked with Megatron. And he like starts swinging their fu- his fucking wrecking ball, and he scares them off. And he's like, "Ah oh, shit, ah, oh, I shouldn't have done it. Oh no!" By the so yeah, they run off. And there's a weird there's a weird pose thing at the end of this where like you know Bulkhead's all sad, and then and and Optimus like it's okay, Bulkhead. They might be smelly, dirty pores, but uh, <laughs> I think I think that someday they'll make the right choice. And he does like a fucking Superman pose. Yeah, it's like, it ends with this, like, really weird note where the Autobots are all like, we are the sole arbiters of morality. Hooray. It's like, okay, Optimus, whatever, man. Um, but yeah, that's that's where that's where it ends. The, 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 the constructed cons are still out there somewhere. Chugging oil and, and chasing, chasing tailpipes. Those, <laughs> those rambunctious fellas. Those, those beautiful souls. That's right. Salt of the earth. True salt of the earth boys is what they are. Well, it's time for some questions. And we have one on Twitter from what it's cosplay, Cass on Twitter. If you could replace one Autobot in these episodes with the animated version of a movie character, who would it be and why? Like from the... I don't know if this is just the Bay (sighs) movies or just any movie. Just like all any of them. Choose a movie. Maybe it's supposed to be any movie because it's supposed to be like a Pesci impression. 
Yeah, yeah, there's the Joe Pesci. Um, uh, I don't know. That seems too big for me. Replace. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I can't think of anything. Like, well, I also can't think of anything for like a a Bay movie counterpart either because I just they're they're so they're that that's like a whole different like that's yeah. not even the same ballpark we're in. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just don't know. I can't think of any role I'd slot like a movie character into and put like Leonardo DiCaprio as Jordan Belfort in The Wolf of Wall Street just in the episode. I don't know. I don't know why. Yeah, sorry, Cass, we got nothing. Anyway, <laughs> you take us through the Discord. Yeah, sure. Give me one moment. Um, okay. Our first, whoop, our first question uh, from VR from New York from Disney Minus is, that mystery car sure was fast, am I right? I'm sure that could outrun death in whatever crushing form it took if it had to, right? Yeah, it's fine. It depends on what universe. Are the Constructicons faster than Cyber First Blur? Sexually. Yeah, they're, look, they're, they're trucking and fucking. Um, if they could get away with it, I'm sure the animators would have given them the sexy lady mudflap. Um, could Cyber First Blur survive in the animated universe? Probably. There's just less say, existential threat in the animated uh, universe. Yeah, I was about to say there's no cosmic rust in the animated universe, but then I remembered there actually is. And yeah. there's a guy named Oil Slick who uses it as a fucking biological weapon. Um, from, but generally speaking, I think there's less like existential he, threat. He would have a way better time. Yes, yeah. I don't think I don't. <laughs> not, entire planets don't just crumble. Unmake in, themselves. Yeah. Yeah, in animated. Um, like some dark for, stuff happens, but not on that scale. Yeah. And it's much more interpersonal. Yeah, it's Ratchet's war trauma, not oopsie, we destroyed an entire star system by accident. It's uh double agents. Right. Um From Me Mr. Gay Daphnis, which B wore it parentheses illegal racing better? TFA or TFP? Um Animated was definitely more jazzed about it. <laughs> he was more into it, but I will say, I think that Speed Metal is a better episode, only because it's a knockout episode. He's in that. If you'll remember the street racing episode of Prime, knockout is is all all way into street racing, and that was very fun. Yeah. Um. From Sidewinder Sabrina, would the Constructicons be pro or anti-union, and if so, which versions would or wouldn't be? All of them are union men. That's right. I mean, sometimes very literally. G1 um, most of all. Oh, yeah. These guys definitely would be, too. They would just You just need to coach them through it more. They, you know, they were literally born yesterday. They you need to give anything. them, you give, need to give them four more members of their polycule. <laughs> yeah, they need more guys to sort of rein them in. Um, but G1, I mean, Devastator, that is like the definition of a union man. That's right, um, strong. <laughs> union strong. <laughs> union strong enough to absorb non-union members into the polycule. <laughs> like, oh, Adding to it. their long list of ex-boyfriends. <laughs> Prowl's just like, I guess I'm a member of a construction Oh, union God. Now? Okay, here, listen. Here's how you know that Prowl is, like, the worst character. <laughs> One of the worst characters in the comics. Because the Constructicons force him into their polycule, and then he goes, actually, this rules. 
Yeah. And it's like, homie, no, you suck so much. He's so good. Um, oh my god. I, the, the entire, like, back half of Prowl's arc as a character is so amazing. Because it's, it's just him, like, stumbling through the ruins of the world that he wrought. Uh, and like just running into all of his exes and just all of them saying, "Man, you fucking suck, dude." It's Prowl flipping tables, shaking hands with Chris Redfield, punching rocks. Yeah, it's like it's ah <laughs> oh, fuck, I'm being hunted by Sentinel <laughs> Prime. And he's like, Fort Max, help me. And he's like, huh? no. <laughs> Fort Max, like I fucking hate this guy. <laughs> Do I gotta? Um. Yeah, God. <laughs> Um, from Slipstream Sam Real. With illegal street racing showing up, what would be the inevitable in-universe Transformers Fast and Furious crossover movie be called? Get it as, ans- as insane as you can. Okay. This is coming in the next three years. This is actually the, the you know, they were teasing G.I. Joe at the end of The Rise of the Beasts. But actually, the next movie is Fast and the Furious. I mean, you gotta, you gotta roll, like, more than meets the eye in there somehow, right? Like, what do we roll into this title? Maybe that's just rolling out. Yeah. Fast, Fast and the Furious, colon, rolling out. Oh, no. They see me rolling. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. They Hayden. No, I, I'm Hayden. I refuse. <laughs> I refuse to engage with that. No, it's, I, Fast I like... and Furious, riding dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Transformers, riding dirty. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, you remember that fucking like uh, that's that's like you know that star that Star Wars detours thing that's like that terrible robot chicken knockoff that they never let see the light of day because it sucked so bad. Which that's one? what transform. There's like a after the Star Wars robot chicken stuff happened, they were like, oh, we can just make a show out of this on our own. And so they produced this what? terrible. Yeah, they they produced this a full season of this fucking god-awful, like, <laughs> robot chicken e thing called Star Wars Detours. Um, oh my and god. they never, they, oh, they were, I think the first episode is out on I'm like, YouTube. I'm like not sure I believe you that this is a real thing. <laughs> I know, is, I know that it is, but it's, it's like so, really hard for me can, to accept. You can look it up on YouTube. I think the, the first episode is on YouTube and maybe the whole season is floating around on the internet somewhere, but it's really like the, it's so bad. That's what Transformers Ride and Dirty sounds like to me. It's like a sub robot chicken parody show produced by Hasbro somehow. Wow. That, that's a world I don't want to live. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's bad. <laughs> What was the question we were trying to answer again? Um, uh, what is the Fast and Furious Transformers we, crossover movie called? Yeah. I think it's Transformers Ride and Dirty. Rise of the Dirty. No. <laughs> no, we have to move on. <laughs> he said get as insane with it as, as we could. He did. He did. And you did. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Um, from Aurora Re- Animated. Uh, what film should get a sequel that takes place in Japan and is almost entirely unrelated to the first film, aside from a guy showing up at the end, a la Tokyo Drift? Um, Star Wars. <laughs> Frozen. <laughs> Frozen. <laughs> it's just a Big Hero 6 sequel, but then Elsa shows up at the end. Exactly. Like, it's been the same. It's not only the same universe, it's the same time. <laughs> I'm just over here. Yeah, it's, th- uh, it's Frozen Ishin. 
Yeah, oh, you thought that shit was in, like, medieval Europe or whatever? No. No, it, no, it is. It's, I'm saying it's frozen Ishin. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, there we go. Um. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> from Ruby Road Rage, Ruby, could you trick the Constructicon Union out of rights and health plans with a free one-day-use beer crossed-out oil tap? These guys, um, yes. These guys, yes. Um, if Hook the was there, no. Yeah, no. Hook is the one who who keeps them on track. And Scrapper. Yeah. In in well, in like, every other universe, Scrapper. But like, if it's if you get like original original uh, original G one constructor guns, if you get Bone Crusher, Scavenger, and Long Haul together in a room and and give them that offer, they might take it. Hook's a med school dropout, yeah. so he knows. He knows. He's. I'm sure he was part of the um, like intern residence, like union, because they work those guys to the bone. So he knows. He knows about exploitation. That's right. He's like, no. Listen, you need. You need to hold yourselves to higher standards. Hook and is. The- I I will say Hook is one of like my favorite G one characters because he is so long suffering. Being the head medic for the Decepticons when you're not even an actual medic is like, good God, man. <laughs> That's a stressful job. It's a stressful job. Well, um, okay. Oh God. Uh, more from Veer here. Uh, last episode, you all said that Ultra Magnus was Odin, but what kind of Odin pranks does Ultra Magnus do to his friends, family, and enemies? Example of Odin pranks. Just some giants with really good beer. Drinks all of their beer, turns into a bird, and shit the beer into their mouths while they were chasing him for drinking all their beer. Taloki tells him to turn into a hot lady horse to distract a magic horse, which gets him pregnant, and Odin takes his horse baby to ride around as a funny little haha. To his son, Thor, pretends to be a fairy man so that when Thor politely asks him to ferry him and his thunder goats across the river, he can do all of the you mama jokes at you. And yes, Odin understands that he's insulting his wife. That just makes it funnier for him. I love Norse mythology. Yeah, we may the have been wrong is... with Ultra Magnus because he doesn't yeah. actually have a sense of humor. The, pro- yeah, the problem is that animated, yeah, I mean, all Ultra Magnuses, but especially animated Ultra Magnus is like the most serious guy. Rodimus is his sense of humor and basically everything that he's, he's not in. here. Yeah, and he he's has not here. Signal instead, and that's no good. Yeah, like no one wants that. Yeah, no. Ultra Magnus, you know, Signal's too busy getting ca- his Netflix uh, special canceled for <laughs> racism. <laughs> oh, you don't want to hear all the organic joke he's got in that one. That's oh boy. Um, but no. Oh, Ultra Magnus is all of the godly, awesome powers of odin and like the the wise sort of level-headed leadership with none of the hijinks ultra magnus is physically incapable of engaging in hijinks unlike optimus prime who if we remember i, I don't think we covered this episode yet but he he do, he does ball in g1 he does play some b-ball right he does a sweet dunk ultra magnus can never do ultra magnus is not balling i'm gonna put that on the record um yeah all right, from Aurora Animated again. Um, is Megatron a microbrew guy? No, that's scotch. Yeah, that is like blended scotch uh, from his like 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 barrel aged for fucking one thousand mega cycles. Like it's got hints of fucking cinnamon in there. 
It's not a micro but it's not it's not like an IPA or anything. Right. Um now this one I have That's yeah, for. that's scotch. Um this next one though. I yeah, and then also from that, what other TF characters are microbrew guys? Brainstorm from fucking IDW1. I disagree. That man has some kind of microbrewing operation. Nope, it's is... Moonshine. Oh, God. <laughs> it is not that classy. It is not craft beer. It is not microbrew. It is bathtub gin, my man. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's making prison wine on the lost light, and Rodimus is like, Brainstorm, we have a bar. It's like, but this yeah. is more fun. I like it. And um, also, also got someone's gotta stick it to swerve. That's right. I'm 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 engaging in competition. It's like Brainstorm, I drank this the other day and my fucking eyes fell out. Yeah, you're gonna get that. It's worth it for the flavor profile though. Um God, who's an actual microbrew guy? A microbrew guy is like actually you know I'm, who I'm, is i'm trying to construct the idea <laughs> perceptor of what Ooh, yes i think like because I'm, I'm trying to construct the image of the microbrew guy in my head right now mm-hmm. rotating like this, in your mind yeah the kind of guy that is it's like someone who's pretty well off likes beer a lot but you know maybe doesn't knows a lot about beer but doesn't know enough to be like a professional brewmaster somewhere amateur but like well equipped because i don't think perceptor fits that i think he's too you know who might be who magnus yeah or yeah, minimus would, i mean yeah minimus minimus yeah. is my i could see i could look minimus makes the hoppiest ipas you've ever fucking tasted in your entire life i don't know if he makes it but i think he's a big appreciator oh, he, of it oh he's an ipa guy yeah, yeah yeah i mean look at that mustache that's the mustache of an ipa guy right is tarn a fucking microbrew guy no tarn is like a red wine guy <laughs> that's right he's like i'm so cultured Ah, uh, I can taste the hidden soup. And and then scotch because Megatron is. That's right. Ah, this is this. You know, this is for Megatron's private blends. Yeah, you say that every fucking time, darn. <laughs> every time, it's actually Rat Piss that Starscream has like replaced right. his. Oh yeah, he's he he is selling that line of fucking scotch, just like with the label printed on it. But it's not the same thing. It's just some fucking bottom of the barrel like literally bottom shelf scotch and he's repackaged and tarn just can't tell the difference uh yeah i think yeah i think but who's we 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 have established who's all who all is like a microbrew enjoyer but we haven't targeted the microbrewer guy swindle yep there he is found it's him. swindle we will never, never say no to a business opportunity. Absolutely not. He's got, he's got a microbrewery. He's got a bathtub gin distillery. He's got a fucking marijuana grow up. He's got everything. And actually, you know what? He probably works with Blur. Yep. Yeah. It's Swindle. It's Swindle. Swindle's fucking Combaticon IPA. Beautiful. Now, I like this. I like this last one. Yeah. Um. So our 
Final question from Sidewinder Sabrina. What would every Autobot we've seen's drink of choice be? Same with the Decepticons. All right. So let me... We have so, to just restrict this to animated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, <laughs> yeah, I, I think yeah, yeah. she's she's asking yeah. animated. So I think, starting with the Autobots, Bumblebee is too young to drink. Um, he gets, uh, like, Shirley Temples or whatever. He gets mocktails. So he, he feels included. I think Bulkhead is just like a like a dark beer guy. I think he's a, he, he strikes me as a Guinness man. I don't know why. I, I I think Guinness is actually too nice. He's a he's a Budweiser. Yeah, he he is he's another salt of the earth guy, just like the Constructicons. Um, Prowl flavored sake. I think served unflavored hot. sake. Unflavored sake served hot. Yeah. All the way. Or like ratchet, a matcha ratchet. highball. Mm-hmm. Ratchet is an old fashioned guy. Yes. In that he is old, and also he drinks old fashions. Yes. Um, Optimus, Optimus Prime. Is he a teetotaler? Is he? Is he? A, is he a straight edge guy? No, I think he indulges, but like he's like a one he, drink a week kind of guy. Yeah, he's a social drinker. I think he's he just a, drinks. He's like. Nice I think kid. he he's also a working man. In I think yeah, but I think he prefers lighter beers. He he likes a blue moon or something. Yeah. And I guess we can extend this to uh, Sentinel, Magnus, and Jazz. Magnus definitely does not drink. Um, Not in this one. Yeah. No, this Magnus, absolutely not. Sentinel. Sentinel drinks wine. Yeah, he's a wine drinker and he lets you know. He lets you know yeah. when he drinks wine. He's like, ah. <laughs> he drinks yeah, he, he makes like bullshit like tasting notes. Oh yeah, he is a fake sommelier all the way. Yeah. Um, and Jazz. I think Jazz just tries whatever. I think Jazz is very adventurous. He's always up to try something new. But I guess his like, what is his go-to? What is his I think like? He, well, I think he's just like a cocktail guy. Yeah, he's always. Because there's like stuff. variability there. Yeah, he's always experimenting. Yeah. Um, now, the cons. We've already established Animated Megatron is a blended scotch guy on the rocks. Maybe, like, one drop of simple syrup. Maybe. If he's if he's feeling spicy that night. I think um, I think Blitzwings are like a sangrita. Like, two yes. drinks mixed together kind yes, of thing. Or, like, absolutely. a... Or does each, each face has its own preferences. Or, like, maybe a black and yellow... Yeah, yeah, I think a sangrita is probably right. Yeah, I like um, sangrita because you can see the difference in it, which I like. Black arachnia. Black um, arachnia. Like a a black widow martini. <laughs> yeah, like I think I, I, she definitely strikes me as a martini, but does she take it dry or dirty? Is the question. Uh, dry. You know what? I think actually maybe like a vesper. Yeah, very classy. Lugnut. Lugnut just drinks oil. I think <laughs> <laughs> Lugnut's dumber than dirt. <laughs> I think he wishes he could appreciate Megatron's blended scotch, and he pretends to, but he doesn't like the taste of it. Um, Starscream, white wine. I say rosé all day for Starscream. Oh, you're right. He is a rosé bitch. Um, do we count Rekgar among this? I guess we also have seen him. Rekgar, <laughs> Rekgar uh, drinks... Everclear. Yeah, just it's what drink. it's the only thing he's good for. Trash. <laughs> he drinks. He drinks fucking raw ethanol, <laughs> and he likes it. I think that's everyone, right? I think that's all everyone we've seen. 
thus far. Yeah. Yeah, it's everyone's, you know, we could, maybe we could re- <laughs> revisit this after the season's finale, where we could tack, like, fucking nine new guys onto it. Oh, oh I guess, uh, well, we actually never, I was about to say, we forgot the Constructor Cons, we know what the Constructor Cons are drinking. It's fucking Miller High Life all the way. Is it Miller or is it Coors? Oh, I know. Oh, you're right. It's Coors. Because they're like, the champagne of beers, that's too fucking fancy. Get out of here. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Paps. PBR. It is PBR. It absolutely is PBR. They're totally PBR guys. PBR and Natty Light, baby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Miller High Life is where they're celebrating. It's like, ah, it's a special night. Break out the Miller. Oh, my God. It's a, it's a, it's a, our team won the game. Let's get a let's get a fucking six pack of Miller. And oh really my god, so disgust, literally so disgusting. <laughs> Wretched. Yeah, that is all of our questions on Discord, folks. We have been prime cuts. I'm Nero. You can find me on Twitter at Dragonsmoocher on co-host at Dragonsnuggler on Tumblr. Uh, tumblr.com slash cyclonus with a five at the end of it and on blue sky at uh i believe it's just yeah nero wyvern on blue sky um i, I don't do anything but retweet or excuse me re-skeet we can't call it re-skeeting can we that that can't be true i think that has to stop i think we need to reconsider all of our lives on blue sky if we're if we're if we're all gonna live there we have to consider what what we call it you know recloud that's just that, that's nothing i'm sorry i don't know what that is that as an action who knows what that could mean oh yeah and what's reskeet then uh it's when you uh, uh-huh. uh-huh i don't want to describe it uh-huh anyway i've got other podcasts that one may listen to if they like such as talk cycles the uh monthly animation podcast i do with my friend jane that's talkcycles.tumblr.com also with jane ready for heidelin the final fantasy 14 podcast that is uh ready for heidelin.tumblr.com we have a twitter but like we're we're moving over to tumblr full-time because uh that uh i tell you that website ain't looking too good it's it's uh it's looking a little sick looking a little beat down <laughs> look at it it's got anxiety <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, all of the bits are falling off of it. It's like, oh, jeez. Um, yeah, that's, that's me. I'm Audrey. You can find me on Tumblr, Twitter, uh, co-host, and Blue Sky at Optimum Prime. That's my funny robot internet joke. You can listen to the other, uh, podcast I do, Cod Pod of Greed. It's about Yu-Gi-Oh! It's also on the Noise Space Network, along with a bunch of other good shows. Um, I don't know if we mentioned that yet. We didn't, right? Well, no, we did not. Go, 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 go! Check out Noise Space. There, I've done it now. Noisespace.xyz. Um, <laughs> um, I've also been cast in a radio drama that um, is again still steadily moving forward, and hopefully, we'll have more information about it really soon. And I'm starting a New York City podcast on a Moonshot Network called "I'm Eaten Here," uh, also, which I hope to have more information about soon. Um, and that's. Us join our Discord by uh, clicking the link in the profile on uh, Twitter for as long as that exists, um, or in the description of all of our episodes. Um, fun times ahead, uh, and uh, until next time, I am going to uh, d- d- f- f- download a car, transform, and roll out. 
hey, I'm going to crack over a alley with the boys, shotgun it, and then fucking headbutt a steel wall. Yeah. Transform and roll out. Peach. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs>